Welcome to a new episode of Movies and Brews, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I am your host, Jordan, and staring at me through the screen is Daniel. Hey. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking the new Disney Plus film that's not really a film of theirs, but they acquired the rights for $75 million, Hamilton. Hamilton and $75 million, really. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite beverage, and let's get into some musicals here. Cheers. And that concludes Silly Songs with Larry. When Larry comes out and sings the silly song. Hello there, Daniel. Hello, Jordan. Uh, what are you drinking on your end? That looks like a nice big bottle there. Yeah, it's from Gilgamesh Brewing. It's called Oedipus IPA or Oedipus IPA. Oedipus IPA. So uh, I went a little like, different route today. <laughs> Something I've not drank in years. Is it? I'm like, it looked like a Mike's Hard Lemonade, Jordan. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Is that just what you had? I saw it was at the store the other day. I was buying a couple beers, like build your own six pack, and I saw it. I'm like, you know, I haven't had spent a long time since I had some mics. So like probably twelve years or something. It's been a while for me too. Not twelve years, but and one thing I noticed though, I did not see the lime flavor anywhere anymore. I used to love the lime flavor. But I all I see is like cranberry, strawberry, watermelon, I don't know, all these other flavors. I just got the regular lemonade though. Okay. But yes, Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> Ooh, fancy college student Jordan mm. over there. Yeah, it's a little too cool of a day for for this kind of drink, but oh well. Oh well. Yeah, we'll I know, some rainy day in July. I know, it's after the 4th, it's time to get sunny. Fucking bullshit. Usually it's 80 degrees and sunny on the 5th. Mm. Not bad though. Just not what I'm used to drinking. <laughs> Well, interesting. I'm just, I, I, just, I can't stand them. It's probably less carbs than beer, but yeah, not the same refreshing taste. No, not even close. It's not hideous though either, but yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. All right. Well, let's get into it, Daniel. So, um, is there anything on the news front going on? Any news rumors going around? Is Disney going to buy another musical? I tried looking for anything that was like interesting and I didn't actually see any news. Like it seems like it's been kind of quiet lately. Like just yeah, the like last I couple weeks. Like my news feed, I'm like, I don't see anything. Michael Keaton kind of news was probably the biggest thing I've seen in the last month at least. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't actually have any news this week because I did not see anything that was yeah, like that's okay. Some weeks it. are slower than others. Yeah. I mean we could we could create rumors like Gosling, you know, I heard he's rumored to be the Riddler. Not really, but I'm just making news. I know. I wish was Sebastian Stan was rumored to be the Riddler. Which that I wish that was cool. true. <laughs> yeah, that would have been sweet. It could be in a sequel. Yeah, that would be cool. Okay, well, um, let's move on here then to other things we saw this week. Um, once again, I'm kind of coming empty-handed because all I've been watching is like TV late at night before bed. Right. Uh, yeah, getting. I've, I've just been working a lot, mostly evenings. So, Hamilton was all I got to this week. I mean, that's fair. It's a long movie. 
So I actually thought this would be fun to talk about. So I have a two, but it's kind of like a two for one sort of deal. Like they both are directly related. The thought process was like I needed to watch one to think of the other, essentially. Mm-hmm. So um, Shiloh and I, you know, that's one of our, have we talked about it before, that one of our favorite things to do is just like sometimes every once in a while just turn on like a really trash movie and just have a blast like drinking and making fun of how dumb the movie is. Came from the desert. Yeah, the thing from the sure desert. Is. Like those sorts of things. One of our favorites to do is like watch newer Disney Channel movies because they're so hilariously bad, but they always have catchy songs. <laughs> right? So we watched a movie called, that came out in like 2013. So it's not even like super new, but it was called Teen Beach Movie. Teen Beach. So it has a bunch of like, it's a really... It, the literally like the plot is this guy's girlfriend dumps him and doesn't isn't telling him that she's leaving their beach town forever to go to boarding school so they go surfing one last time get caught in a huge wave and the magic surfboard transfer transfers like or it teleports them into a 1960 surfer movie that is literally how it started <laughs> I think I'd actually be like, okay, I, I, I'm in. Let's let's see where this goes. It's literally like, and it, he, this kid is just like, explains you're like, oh yeah, well, they're the rat gang and the, the rodents and like the teen beach kids like go head to head and they hang out at a place called Big Daddy's. And <laughs> This already sounds like Kid and King Arthur's Court kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just kind of like- Modern super... baseball player gets goes back to the night's age. It's just a super ridiculous movie. So we just had a blast getting drunk and like laughing at it. And then like during the movie though, I was like, what? So it definitely sounds like something you have to be drinking to enjoy. Yeah. I mean like (laughs) the crappy thing about these movies, like they're not, the songs are always catchy though. So they get stuck in your head. But the thing that I was watching, thinking about like, you know what? I've never seen like a 60s surf movie, you know? So I actually, after that, like the next day I went and I watched uh, call, it's just called Beach Party from 1962. Like an actual, honest to God, like musical surf movie. Wait, it's a musical too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Apparently, I got I to gotta look this up. Were, but it was hilarious. I'm, I'm pulling and up also, IMDb. the aspect ratio was so tiny that I had a, essentially like a black box around what would show up on the screen. Wow. <laughs> so it, top cut off too? Yeah. Like everything around. <laughs> All right, beach party. But yeah, it came out like what? I think 1962. They made three sequels out of it. Holy cow. (laughs) The next one was called like Team Beach Party at Muscle Beach or something. With Robert Cummings, Dorothy Malone, Frankie Avalon. It was literally, that was hilarious. Like, yeah, it was six. It starts out with this guy driving with his best gal to a beach house where they're going to be all alone all weekend it's weird because it look look at the photos of it, it just looks like a bunch of middle-aged people partying like teenagers or early 20s but they're all probably 40 mm, probably there's muscle beach party bikini beach be- beach blanket bingo <laughs> <laughs> this is this one. is in the recommends more like this section yeah, how to so, stuff a wild bikini pajama party? <laughs> it just, 
the I'd never seen a surf movie, so I'm like, this will be fun. This is the movie genre I've never actually delved into. So I I was gonna try and watch a couple of them. I just ended up watching one because it was so freaking ridiculous. Like literally starts out with this guy and his best gal driving to the beach, and then he's like, yeah, we're gonna be alone all weekend. You know what that means? And then they walk into the be- the house, and he starts tripping over all these people that are already in the house, and it's all of his friends. And the girl's just like, yeah, I invited your friends because I don't think I, I, can, I can't trust myself being alone with you. Oh, jeez. I need to be married first. And <laughs> oh, it is an old movie. <laughs> and it's literally a whole story about them making out and dating other people to try and make each other jealous. What? Yeah. I gotta be married first, but let's, let's cheat on each other and... Yeah, literally, they are, though, because they never once say that that's what they're doing, but they each start kissing and making out with other people. Okay, wow. <laughs> and it was just hilarious. It was just, I, it's absurd. I don't really know how to describe it besides it was just weird. Got funny music, like, and it, oh, it just so happened to be the movie that I think Team Beach movie ripped off the most because it had the same motorcycle gang instead of them hanging out at big daddies the movies they're hanging out at big mamas big mamas <laughs> like it's just a complete like they definitely like took a lot from that movie too which is there I a thought was big hilarious. boy burger joint no but it it i don't know it's just hilarious all the fucking like there's a dumb guy that hangs out with the group like it is just a f- hilarious 60s stereotypes <laughs> That sounds pretty hilarious. It was just—it was weird. I don't know if I could recommend it, but it was an interesting <laughs> type of genre to just check out. Is it streaming somewhere? Uh, no, I had to actually rent it because I couldn't find any of them, any like '60s beach movie streaming anywhere. So I paid money to watch. Oh it. man, ninety-nine cents though, right? Right, nothing big. <laughs> it was like three dollars, <laughs> which is fine. But yeah, hey, so that's like entertainment's entertainment. Yeah, is I watched a Teen Beach movie spoofing Teen Beach movies that I'd never seen, so I watched a real one. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a it was a fun couple days, I guess. I but hmm. that's all. That's the only other thing I watched besides Hamilton. That sounds pretty awesome, though. It is a good time. I recommend just watching one of them. I would. I wanted to like, watch Bikini Beach or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Uh, it'd be kind of fun to watch. I'd have to find one that's sort of critically acclaimed, maybe. Uh, I don't beach, know. The, but, like, but beach maybe the little book- was the one that was I saw a lot on like, top 10 lists. Okay. I was going to say, maybe the low-budget ones, though, they're just kind of like already house ones or the more funnier ones, though. Probably, because they, they just started churning those out for a while. I'm sure Elvis was in a few back in the 60s. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a couple Elvis movies. And I feel like they are kind of beach movies, too. Ooh, here's one from 1966. The Ghost in the Invisible Bikini. <laughs> so if it's a ghost and it's an invisible bikini, can you see anything at all, then? Just the bikini walking around, I guess. Yeah, but it says it's an invisible bikini. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. 4.6 stars, or 4.6 out of 10, I mean. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Girl posing next to, like, a Frankenstein monster in a photo. 
that's hilarious oh man oh now before we move on i just remember this hilarious part where the like the girlfriend and her friend were on the beach just sitting down tanning and then the one of her girlfriends gets up and like starts stretching like doing some very like obvious stretching and like puffing her chest out and leaning down showing her butt and then the other girl's like what are you doing she's like oh the boys go crazy for it and she just waves and we're all just like hi (laughs) and then when the girlfriend's boyfriend's like look when her boyfriend's looking over she like just stops this random beach going she's like hey sit down you know and then her boyfriend gets mad and walks away and then she's like okay get out of here he's like what do you mean he's like i said get out of here and the guy just walks up and leaves just to make him jealous like just it was fun it was it was a fun time cool all right well shall we move on here and get to our main movie on tap our main musical on tap yeah let's do it alexander hamilton my name is alexander hamilton and there's a million things i haven't done but just you wait just you all right, we are back. Time to talk some Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton. So my we have shot. got not gonna waste my shot. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we are back here. We have got special guest Shiloh on the show joining us to talk some Hamilton. Hello, I'm here. I'm back. She's here. She's back. Yes. So. Yes, Disney acquired the rights to what has been a very, very popular Broadway show. Over a billion dollars that that show has made. Selling out months in advance. Understandably so. Especially after watching it, I'm like, yeah, I'd pay a lot of money to go and watch Hamilton. Oh, this is going to be a great talk. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I know, I'd, I'd pay a lot of money to go see it. Oh man! So where where to begin? I guess so. I had never seen never seen this at all. I've heard about it for the last few years because it's just been so popular. I mean, people make it out to be the goat of Broadway shows, and but yeah, every time I've been to New York, there's just no way of getting a ticket. So I've just gone to other things like Moulin Rouge, um, Waitress, oh, no. School of Rock. Oh, how sad. Jersey Boys. It's nice. Okay, I figured that's like a pretty popular show. And that was just last year. No. <laughs> no okay, no need to humble brag. That's not a humble brag. That's, oh, I've oh. been to Broadway several times. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't know. I'm curious to hear your thoughts first. So, yeah, I mean, adapted from a book? Yeah. All right, what were your thoughts going in here? Should I to watch it, obviously? What'd you say? I'll just hold it. Oh, okay. I said, were you excited to watch it? I was. I was I was actually surprised that Daniel wanted to watch it because I knew I wanted to watch it, but I was surprised that he was excited to watch it because I thought I would have to convince him to watch it. I especially, mean, Especially at two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, well, and also like just because even though... Yes, Daniel has enjoyed a few musicals and stuff. I just didn't really think 
he that'd be on his radar to watch and stuff oh no i was counting down the days from the post on disney plus to like finally get to see it i want to check it out i I was pleasantly surprised i was excited that i didn't have to like you know twist his arm like come on let's just watch it it'd be so cool Uh, so by the looks of it he twisted your arm no he did not i was (laughs) okay all right all right right. shiloh has a cast on right now or i'm sorry her arms in a sling i was not involved (laughs) no he was not involved i am not blinking twice for help i am fine it was my own clumsiness jordan delete this video feed after we're done (laughs) we're gonna edit this part up yeah i don't need everybody thinking about daniel pushed me downstairs uh, but no, so I... That's why you want to move into multiple story houses from a <laughs> single level. That was it. That was the, the plan all along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so I really, I really actually enjoyed it. I liked the music a lot more than I thought I was going to, just because I knew it was heavily hip-hop based or like, you know, that kind of style, but so I, but I ended up loving the music, like it was amazing. I was I was never once bored. I was constantly enthralled the entire time. I thought it was magical. I thought the set design was amazing. The use of costumes and the different, like the way the platforms spun and everything. I just, I was thoroughly enjoyed. I, I, I loved every second of it. I'd watch it again. We've been listening to the soundtrack all week, basically. Nice. Yeah, I heard uh, Gina Grad over on the Corella show watched it four times over the weekend. Damn, four. That's a long time. That's like twelve hours. And that's like, a, that's a Lord of the Rings marathon. Yeah. Well, maybe the non-extended editions. Yeah. <laughs> she loved it. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. So, Dana, what about your thoughts? My thoughts going in were okay. I. I mean, over the years, I've been gradually getting more and more into, like, musicals. And I've really wanted to go see more plays recently, too, because I'm an old man now somehow. Um, But, so I had heard the name Hamilton. I knew it was a huge hit on Broadway. There are a few, like, YouTubers that I watch consistently that haven't really stopped talking about it since it came out. Like, every once in a while, they'll name drop it. You know, so it was on my radar. And then when it... I heard that Disney Plus acquired it and they were going to publish it. I'm like, cool. And with the original actors, I'm like, cool. So it's like the best version I could possibly see. That was the cool part with the original cast, especially the guy, the guy that plays Alexander Hamilton. Forgot his name here, but he's the one that wrote it. Yeah. He's also who wrote in the Heights. That's going to come out sometime supposed to come out this year. Okay, I was like, did that already come out? But maybe I just saw a trailer for it. It was supposed to come out this year, so who knows? I'm sure they're holding on to it since Hamilton was such a big hit that they probably know they have some anticipation for a movie written by him. But yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda is his name. Uh, I gotta say, off the bat, he had a very unique uh, singing style voice. I actually liked his voice quite a bit. Yeah, it, um, what, it didn't sound as refined as some of the other, like, Broadway actors. Like, his voice definitely had a unique, like, almost like a little, sounded almost, like, inexperienced, but, like, in a good way, I guess. Eliza, who's Hamilton's wife, you can tell she's classically Broadway trained, just the way she sings, mm-hmm. the way she, you know, carries her voice. You can tell the difference that who's Broadway trained and who's not. Because Broadway singing is very different than 
any other type of singing. So I feel like you could tell he wasn't classically like Broadway trained. But it also kind of worked in favor. I think it also kind of like helped, like made his character stand out. I'm like, he's the main character already. His like singing style is a little bit different. Like it doesn't, like I said, I, before Shiloh got back, his singing style wasn't, doesn't sound quite as refined as yeah. the other cast members around him. So it also kind of made him stick out and actually kind of helped his character starting out very inexperienced too. Yeah. I don't know. I think he wrote some songs for Moana too. Oh really? Which oh, I awesome. love. I love that movie, that Disney movie that came out. What when did that come out? Four years ago. Great, great animated movie. All right, so I guess my general thoughts of it. So yeah, I mean, I'd heard about this thing for the last four years at least, and just nonstop, just money making machine. Then as Hamilton, like everybody has to see it. Nosebleed seats are five hundred dollars plus. I've, yeah, I've just I've heard it hyped and hyped and hyped. Never seen it because every time I go visit New York, it's just, there's just no way to get in tickets. Plus, right. they're just hugely overpriced, more than I really want to pay. So yeah, but yeah, I've definitely heard the buzz and the hype for it. So yeah, I mean, I was excited about that. Like, all right, Disney bought the rights to it. Cool. Well, sit down and we'll sit down and watch it. And so I didn't really know what it was going to be like going in. I one thing I did not expect was the continuous almost like 100 percent songs no dialogue no like in between breaks of dialogue i was not expecting that i i gotta say overall um i thought it was fine good appreciate the song singing and the dancing but to me it wasn't like it wasn't the goat of broadway that it was made out to be that's okay that's also probably one of like downfalls of like i'm glad i really enjoyed it but i totally understand that because nothing that's hyped up four years plus from like it's like when it comes out like it's almost like it got by the time we got to it it was already like mythologically like like it's up there like yeah, right yeah like but it's well, well like, i think part of the problem for for myself was i mean I, I enjoy musicals and i've had like six great experiences watching broadway plays and I think part of it is when you're there presently in the room, you can feel the energy coming off stage. And that was just not the same coming from my TV set. That's completely fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think, so I think that was kind of part of it. And I thought there'd be a lot more to like the stage. I mean, yeah, the circle spinning around at times was really cool. And, but I've seen that in other plays too. But the stage was just the one set for the most part. Whereas I'm used to seeing like interchangeable stuff. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just, they, they made, they made it hyped up to be like the, pardon this, but the orgasmic experience of Broadway. And I just didn't think it was not to say it was bad by any stretch. It was still great. I just right. didn't think it was the greatest of all time kind of thing. Right. But like, I think that is also due. Cause like, yeah, you've said you've seen six Broadway productions and so that's where you're comparing it to, but you were there for all six. I mean, honestly, it's School of Rock on Broadway. I had so much more fun watching that. I think, but as you said, I think it would have been different if you could have sat there, you know. And I, I definitely, yeah, I think if I was there, I, I don't know. But now that I've seen it, though, I'm like, I don't know if I'd pay big money to go see this live. I, I just don't know. It's kind of funny because I had the opposite reaction. Like, yeah, like I really enjoyed it. I actually going in. Like, Shiloh wanted to watch the trailer, and I'm like, no, Shiloh, if you're going to watch a trailer for it, I don't want to be in the room, because I want to be completely surprised. I don't want to know, what, and, like, get teasers for any of the songs. I just want to go in completely fresh. And Yeah, I mean, I, I sat down not knowing anything about it and just 
watched it. I yeah, had no I, I, again. I had no idea it was going to be one hundred percent singing instead of in between dialogue stuff, interactions with characters. Yeah, that's one of the things that caught me off guard the most. Is one, there, okay? There's actually three things that my pre, pre preconceived notions going in was like as soon as it started, I'm like, okay. One was like I didn't realize that it was going to be like what you said, like almost 100% singing, no real dialogue, just some transitions. Mm-hmm. Two, I was actually really excited because I'm like, all right, intermission. I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to change the set around because the initial set I thought looked awesome, very detailed. Yeah, it was cool. So I was really curious to be like, oh, what other types of like sets are they going to have? Or are they going to be this detailed? But a, a lot was- of things though on Broadway though, like since they got the budgets for it, I mean, they'll be like, the floor will spin around, turn the walls around, and you'll be in a different room altogether. Right. So I was very surprised that they kept it, but I think the set that they do have like works for pretty much every setting that they had, um, which obviously is probably why they did it. Well, I think if you wouldn't change the set, like for example, when they talk about, it's in the first act of the play, when they talk about the boats coming in from the harbor and stuff, you know, like that, the ships coming in and they changed the the coloring of the lights to like a blue and the waves and stuff. Mm-hmm. For me, I liked how they did it because there's no way of really actually doing that. I feel like in a set that would it make it not look, I don't know, maybe in my mind, I liked just picturing it myself versus like trying to see what they would do. Cause I don't know. I don't know how that would have worked if you changed the set to like show ships coming in or you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, don't yeah. feel like I mean, I remember seeing time. in an American in Paris. I mean, we had one pretty much central location, but there were, they, they did transition the stage at one point to where we were at a Harbor. I do remember seeing that, but that one was for the most part, just in one spot yeah. the whole, so the whole I- time. For me, I enjoyed the way they did the the stage because I also felt like I was able to more focus. Like, yes, the set was very cool. It was very detailed. But I like how I could focus more on the characters instead of, like, real... Because once you've seen the set, you know, you kind of start picking up little things here and there, sure. But I kind of liked how I kind of just stayed focused on what the story was saying. And so, like, when I've seen... I've, I've only seen one Broadway show... You know, and I saw The Lion King, and that was beautiful. Which I've was... never seen, but I hear it's amazing. Oh, it was gorgeous. The The way they do the animals and all of that kind of stuff, it was great. And I think I was, but I already knew the story of The Lion King. I just you know, like can't I was, wait to be king. Right, but I already knew what was going to happen because I've seen the movie, right? I mean, right. you know, but in Hamilton, I don't know, I didn't know the story. I didn't, it was a completely original thing. And I liked how I was kind of able to focus on the story and what they were telling and the music. Cause the lyrics- we're, we're able to follow it pretty closely with the singing. Cause I mean, they're telling the whole thing through singing. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I mean, I've definitely picked up on more things as I've listened to the soundtrack for sure. Yeah. You and know? I think that's something I need to go back and do either watch it again or go listen to the soundtrack. Cause while I follow the overall story, there are still some parts, especially when they got into the, some of the really fast singing, I was like, yeah. Wait, what's, what's going on now? Yeah, there are a few times during, like, just to sit down, that I lost track of exactly what they were saying, which is fine. Like, but I, I'm also against watching subtitles if you're watching something for the first time. So I didn't turn them oh, on. Yeah. That I'm probably would have helped. I'm yeah. picturing, but like, you know, that's why we re-listen to the soundtrack. I'm picturing people. <laughs> so, I'm picturing but, people 80 plus oh. watching this. Like, oh, Hamilton, this would be fun. 
But one of the things like to what Charlotte was saying, like she could focus more on the story. I think, and I don't know if that was intentional or not, that like keeping a singular set so you could focus more since they're hitting you with like, they're trying to teach you about history and history is usually not easy to follow. Or interesting. Or interesting. So they made it interesting. They made there, it- One, one particular shot I loved was when Hamilton, so the center circle, sometimes the entire thing moved or sometimes the center part stayed still. Yeah, just I did, like that. the donut part would move. I liked when he had the two women around him, and one slowly going away as the other one slowly coming around to him. Oh, yeah, that was a really cool. There was a really cool shot there. Oh, during Hurricane. Yeah. When he's kind of like a nat, like when his life's kind of just well, shit. And honestly, one of the coolest things I thought that they did as far as like because they didn't change anything, they changed the lightings to get like a few things through mm-hmm. one of my favorite moments in the whole thing was when i think it was i forgot what song it is i'd have to look it up but it's when angelica is singing about her point of view from meeting oh, hamilton and like yeah. introducing her sister mm-hmm. and before we get that like hamilton finishes singing and was then that we the, get like, that's pretty early on right like, say, say the last part again you cut out oh well, I'm saying how like we like Hamilton finishes singing and then Angelica starts singing about her experience and they kind of like you see like the uh you hear like the rewind like a, a rewind sound and then you hear see like the her point of view, you, her point of view but they use like the mm-hmm. lights to like kind of look make it seem like it's turning back which I thought was really cool and how they like showed kind of what just happened but from her point of view which i also just really liked in general but i thought like the effects that they used with the lights and the sound was really cool and how they did that yeah that that was really cool yeah there's definitely some really cool moments there with just with the revolving stage and the lighting that they would do a little bit of fog here and there yeah um let's see a few things that i wrote down like actually looking at my notes well, one, uh, we haven't mentioned him yet, but King George. Oh, I love yes. King George. He, he character-wise, so that's so that going to be my next question, is what were some of your favorite characters? He is probably in my top three for sure. King George yeah. was well, hilarious. The actor, Jonathan Groff, is like Broadway. He's been on Broadway forever. He started off in Spring Awakening, and he's been in multiple things at, on Broadway like he's that's where he got his start and having him as King George I thought was absolutely perfect I was like he is the perfect King George his songs cracked me up oh, they like, were. especially they when were, he's got drool coming yeah, out of his face getting so, so worked funny. up and stuff I was just, or like I didn't think he was going to come back when I thought that was going to be kind of and I was sad about that you know that just right before the war you're talking about but then when they're talking about John Adams' presidency and he's like, I know him. They're going to eat him a lot. That whole that, thing and how giddy he is to watch like, the fall of the country. I thought that was great. I know. Sean and I were just like, I kind of forgot he was over there. And then he gets up randomly like in the second half. I'm like, oh, that's right. He's been sitting on the sidelines just essentially watching the shit show unfold. Mm-hmm. But And also, he, I didn't know he's – who is he in Frozen? He's Kristoff. He's Kristoff in Frozen. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, okay. So as far as favorite characters go, King George is up there. I think uh, Hamilton and then Lafayette 
Yeah, Lafayette was amazing. I loved like Lafayette. Also, well, Thomas Jefferson. Well, yeah, I, Thomas Jefferson. I know, like, because I, I would just say Lafayette because the Lafayette character I really liked and I loved some of his lines. And then when he comes back as Thomas Jefferson, that is just hilarious. Yeah. And how, like, and I love how his, like, whole, like, singing changes to different types, to a different type of, like. Well, and it makes oh, sense. Oh, same, like, same. Okay, same guy playing both characters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense because Thomas Jefferson was known as a Francophile. He loved the French. And so it was funny that he started off as like a French revolutionary that was helping out the American Revolution. And then they have him come and Lafayette, I believe, goes back to France to start his own, yeah. you know, anarchy. But and then I think it's funny that he comes back from France as Thomas Jefferson. I thought that was, that's a great way of using that character. I thought I, I loved him as Jefferson like quite a bit yeah because I, I think with character wise I, Alexander Hamilton himself yeah. Thomas Jefferson and King George are probably my top f- favorites as far as the characters go um the gal that played his wife you said her name earlier um, Eliza yeah I liked her quite a bit yeah she was great like very like and whoever honest, played whoever played her sister too Oh, Angelica. And yeah. Peggy. And Peggy. <laughs> yes, yes. And Peggy. <laughs> Jordan, I do have to be, are you drinking a Mike's hard? I am. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's been a while, at least a decade, and I just thought, yeah, why not? I just have never seen you drink anything other than beer, so I had to, I was like, wait a second, is that a Mike's hard lemonade? It is. Yes, your, your eyes did not deceive you. This is a Mike's I know that bottle quite well. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, oh man, Tom Jefferson, like some of the songs, man, like I didn't realize, like going, oh, like one of the things are like watching it, I'm like, oh shit, this is way too big for me to really like be able to tell everything I'm thinking about from just watching it once. Because there was a lot jam packed, like you said, like wall to wall with songs. So I'm like, I thought I was going to be able to pick from a, a handful of songs. I'm like, oh, from start to finish, it's songs. So it made picking. Yeah. So picking a song, I, that's hard because I it's all just kind of blended together for me. I'm, uh, definitely some stood out more than others. Like there's just some where I'm kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah. But, and I could see it. But um, that's where like definitely listening to the soundtrack helped me out a lot. I'm like, okay, this is where these cut off so I could tell where the song ends and this song begins. I mean, definitely, but I gotta say, um, like, even when I was watching it, I like just wrote in my <laughs> wrote in my notes like "Enter George Washington." Enter George Fuck yeah, Washington. with exclamation points because that like that song has got to be like it's called "Left Hand Man" or mm-hmm. sorry, "Right Hand Man." <laughs> it's called "Right Hand Man," and I loved that song. Like that was just an explosion of just. I don't know. It was oh, just an explosion. Crazy. He's like, now everybody, the person you've all been waiting for. Because I didn't even realize until he said that. I was like, oh, yeah. I've been kind of wondering where the hell George Washington is in all of this. Yeah. And, like, and I, I forget, did we see John Adams at all? No. No. They mention him, but like, we he never just, shows up. We kind of like skip him and go straight to Jefferson. As you would, because John Adams really didn't do much as president. But he has a I great remember. HBO series. Well, that's great. It's true. It's really good. Oh, I don't remember. I mean, John Paul Giamatti. Well, in... that actually, that series was part of the inspiration for writing this too. Oh, really? At, at least he took ideas from it. I remember we watched it in school, and they have it on HBO now. Because, but he, I really uh, like the the he was talking the uh, yeah, sorry, I'm trying to blank his name. 
um mr miranda he was talking about uh i think his inspirations were the john the john adams series with paul giamatti as well as the west wing oh Oh, okay and yeah they kind of just don't show john adams but they dunk on him a lot yeah i guess originally he wanted to do um a civil war play revolving around abraham lincoln but then spielberg's lincoln movie came out so he scrapped that and decided to go a different route and pick somebody else from history to put the story oh, around cool. and that's where hamilton comes in nice but yeah oh i literally entered george washington fuck okay. yeah <laughs> that's what, what my notes said nice. but that was like one of the first songs i was just like yeah this song just like blew up see and- i really liked my shot that has been a song i feel like i have been kept listening to you over and over again just i'm not yeah it's where he's talking where he meets he aaron burr goes in and gets him a drink after he meets him and he meets the revolutionary fighters and he was like telling off burr like well if you don't say anything how will you know who you're for and who you're against okay that's the third song in yeah, and I thought it was very interesting, and I had to laugh because he brings that up that, you know, if you don't speak for what you want or who you, like, what, if you don't stand up for what you believe in, basically, and I thought it was very interesting that that's the whole, you know, that theme kind of carries through the whole time is that, you know, Hamilton always says, like, what's on his mind for the most part, and, you know, he wants to, you know, be a martyr for his country, he wants to do this, but Burr never does, and at the end of like that ends up why Hamilton doesn't give him his endorsement as a president candidate, a presidential candidate, because he never sits for what which, he stands Which for, that's quite the twist there, because he's kind of a rival of Jefferson at first, and then to turn around and support him in his presidency. Right, the whole thing about Hamilton is that he wanted people to stand up for what they believe in. He wanted right. them to stay up for a cause, and Burr never did that. And I thought that was an interesting thing that ends up actually killing Hamilton, because he spoke against burr which i thought that sequence was kind of cool having that gal kind of be the traveling bullet yeah uh, yeah they did that two or three times in the play like the but or they've done it they did it in the two duelings you, you, you heard the shot fired and then you yeah you can hear like wind sounds and sh- the slow motion of the gal kind of moving like she's you know like here's the bullet here we are moving yeah, I was reading on, I think I saw an article and I didn't get a chance to read it right before we came on and did this about how that character kind of always pops up. Like when she, I mean, she's in, she's part of the ensemble cast and stuff, but she always like isn't part of like a main feature when somebody's about to die. Oh, interesting. And oh, stuff yeah. like she's kind of like a symbol. I mean, I didn't get to read the article, but it was like the secret death character. And I was like, oh, yeah, she was the bullet. She was the so she kind of pops up when people are going to die. So I thought that was interesting. Like, the, I love those little things about the play. Yeah. And, and that brings me to one of the other songs I noted was the 10 Dual Commandments. Yeah song that like when they're going through like one and then they're talking about every they're walking through like the rules of a duel and that was during the first one again oh it was when they were uh when hamilton's trying to get a spot as somebody who actually takes part in the battle instead of just writing and then washington appoints that throwaway general that they dunk on a lot Mm -hmm. yeah he wasn't able to 
immigrants, they get the job done. Yeah. And he went and then started slandering George Washington. Yeah, but then, like, yeah, that's the first duel that they have is, uh, oh, crap, I forgot the character's name that dies. Like, his friend. Yeah, I can't remember the character's name either. Uh, the death of his son was, I thought, was pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. That was super dramatic. And then, I forgot which song that ends with, but then, like, the girl who plays is Elizabeth, Eliza. Eliza, just, like, does that yowling scream at the end of it. Yeah. So I, I keep, I'm, I'm looking at my phone because like I'm looking at a playlist of the song so I can kind of get a reminder of what was what and kind of where in the story the song was. Right. But, yeah, I thought that was cool. There's, I don't know, a lot of good stuff. Um, you know, good dancing, of course. Like, that's one thing I always love about Broadway shows. It's all the choreography of dancing. It's just yeah. always so much fun to watch. Yeah, and... I think one of my other, as far as like choreography goes, I think it was uh, the song Yorktown is like the, I think Yorktown, like the world turned upside down was like the full name of the song. But in that, the choreography for that song, they're like holding different, some of them are, some people are holding different items, but they're Basically, holding them the upside down. Yeah, yeah, but they like are, everybody's holding an item, but it looks like they're holding it upside down. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, yeah, it's definitely worth to go and listen through the uh, soundtrack again, even though it is almost as long as the movie. But yeah. You pick up on or at least, at least you can do that while you do other things around the house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I mean... but I, And I probably will kind of listen to it start to finish again, just kind of hear the story in my... Because, I mean, it's almost like listening to an audiobook, sort of. Yeah. Because yeah. you're hearing a story through music. And since it's all like wall to wall with music, you're not missing any story beats. No. By just listening to soundtrack, which is great. Um, and I also liked one of the aspects I really liked was that all of their cabinet meetings were rap battles, mm-hmm. which was very cool. I liked that a lot. It's also one of my favorite parts. I loved that. I thought it was so cool. Like, you know, one of my favorite lines was We know you make reap the profit but we know you aren't the ones that planted it something along that lines that hamilton says to jefferson when they're talking about the debt and it's state the state debt and bringing it on and he's just like well we know you didn't actually do the work for your money so i just thought that was a great ending line yeah because that's mm-hmm. like the mic drop of the yeah. the cabinet me- of the first cabinet meeting battle well then didn't, yeah didn't, that was actually kind of funny how they literally did mic drops yeah, and I just like that was so cool. I loved. I think they had three cabinet battles. Two. Two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the first one was my favorite. That made like my top five list of songs. That was fun. But yeah, no, there's. I don't know. I think there's just so much to talk about and so much to love. Like it's cool to learn about a new founding father that like really I had no idea about. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you really you just hear about like Thomas Jefferson like. George Washington, you know, you hear the big ones, but you don't hear a lot of the side stories. Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin, exactly. Like, so I really liked it. I think as far as entertainment value, like it really, they did a good job of like making it entertaining while still teaching you some stuff. Although I'd have to watch it more. I don't remember specific dates, but I do have a better grasp of this time period than i did before i watched the movie like late 1700s early 1800s somewhere in there i I know it's just like and how i view all like entertainment that's supposed to teach you something is like more or less if it gets it wrong i'm not faulting the entertainment it's more to spark the 
spark the idea of like, hey, I should learn more about this. You know, I think that's really the entertainment's like job is to make you more interested in learning more. Yeah. And I definitely am more interested in revisiting this. Like yeah. that's I, I mean, I think if I saw this again, I'd probably like it more. I, again, I, I definitely don't think this is the greatest Broadway show of all time. It's good. But good music, good dancing. can definitely appreciate it. But yeah, I guess my overall thoughts is it's, uh, as far as Broadway goes, like a good A- minus for me. But it's still not an A+. Plus. Like Moulin Rouge was an A- plus for me. That was just, part of that was the aesthetic of the set, though. The aesthetic of that set was just, like, just jaw-dropping. Yeah, mm, I would love to go and see that. I think that's one of my favorite movies of all time. But so. overall, for me, The Crown still is the very first Broadway show I ever saw, back in gosh, two thousand one. Wow, Kiss Me, Kate. <laughs> nice. Just uh, I don't know, first experience ever, and it has stuck with me. And that actually, I remember. I don't think we went that night, but I think the next day we we were out and about. And went to a record store, and I found the soundtrack with that cast singing. Oh, oh nice. nice! And totally bought it. Yeah, I mean that's how much I love my first Broadway show. It was like, oh, I gotta listen to this all the time. Keep those nice. memories alive. Yeah. Kind of and that's something I'd probably do too. If I went and saw this, I would hell yeah be listening to the soundtrack just to keep those memories alive. It is cool though that we can all experience it now, because I mean, not all of us can get to New York, pay astronomical amounts of money for a seat. It is just cool that, you know, for $75 million now, Disney's allowing us to have a subscription to watch it. Plus, it, not to mention that this is, it's the, again, it's the original cast, so you can't even get this experience anymore. That is true. That, and, that, and I like that part about it, too. Kind of yeah, just I guess they, they filmed this over three days because they filmed it in front of a live audience, I think, twice. And then they did a, a day where there was no audience and they were just performing so they could get on stage with cameras and really capture everything. Oh, nice. I mean, but that makes I, a lot of I, sense because some of these, some of the shots, I'm like, they're like right up in his face. Yeah. Uh, so I was going <laughs> to say from a technolo- technological standpoint, they did a great job of the shooting and the editing, especially the yeah. editing, I would say. It was just sharp. And again, it also like, yeah, it did. The editing was sharp. It helped. I think that's also, it helps you follow the story more. It's like, okay, we're focusing on this side, you know, we're focusing on certain Yeah, because if it was just like one point of view of like a, uh, audience member five rows back watching it i just it just wouldn't be the same no. like, exactly at two and a half hours in we would be bored out of our mind probably i think so, so but the, oh changing of everything just that sharp editing they did i thought it was just great yeah no but the yeah, editing it took, was them, took them like three days three days of shooting it to come up with all the footage that they used hey not that bad three days of shooting they got 75 million dollars or at least the creator did i'm just excited that it was something that it was something I didn't think I was ever going to see, you know, it's been, like, yeah, you brought well, up. even same here, who, who's been to New York recently. I still never thought I'd be seeing this. Yeah. Just, I never thought I would get the chance because I knew how expensive tickets are. They constantly talk and, you know, they always reference how hard it is to go and see it. Cause everybody wants to go and see it. I mean, it. months, maybe a year in advance, you had to get tickets for this. Right. And even then you're not going to get that kind of view that you even got, you know, you're like you said, you're going to be in the nosebleeds, just watching with your binoculars and everything. But I'm just so excited that I finally got to watch it because it is, I love musical theater. I love everything about it. And to finally get to see it and experience it was, even if it wasn't 
the full thing, you know, and actually going to Broadway and see it, I'm still really happy I got to experience. Oh yeah, I mean, it makes me want to go see a play in general. You know, not necessarily Broadway, yeah. just a play in general. I know that's something I've been jonesing for for a very long time, and we just haven't been able to get around it. And obviously, now we're not going to be able to get around it for a while. No. But I don't know. It also it's just like yeah, dinner after theater would be a fun one to go see sometime. I mean, and that's not, ever- I'm not laughing at you, Jordan. I'm just thinking of Bob's Burgers because uh, Linda is obsessed with dinner theater, and that's why I'm laughing. Not, I would totally go do dinner theater. I would have done it once before back in college, and that was fun. I would totally nice. go and do that. That would be so oh, good. Much so, date ideas like dinner, murder, mystery, Charlotte. I would be so down to go and do a date like that. Okay, yes. we'll figure it out once things we can actually go and do something like actually that. Go do something like, yeah. But yeah, no, and again, like what you just said, like uh, it actually like that's one of my ending thoughts for like after it finished. I'm like, man, I just want to see more Broadway productions. Like, I know they have a few. Like, there's not a ton Singing that you can. In the rain. I don't think there's a ton that you can just like, especially of this quality of like filming like an actual product like performance. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see some more. And yeah, obviously just check out more musicals in general, just because again, getting around to it more and more. I, I did know. I was doing that before we met. Well, actually, La La Land was technically when we met, but it wasn't because of you, it was because La La Land was just so I good. know, but it was happy that <laughs> I wanted to go see La La Land and you totally were not sure about you it. You would actually have to thank Jordan for that because he's like, I've seen it three times. So I'm like, I should see it once. Oh, my oh hey, I just met Shiloh. Shiloh, would you like to go see a musical? Because that's what girls like, right? That's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> Come no, it's literally, it was literally Jordan because he's like, I've seen it three times. And I'm like, I should see it wants to see what jordan's talking about and then i invited you <laughs> and it was so good yeah it was the very first movie it was like one of the first dates we went on yeah and that was law land is still to this day the only blu-ray i have ever pre-ordered as soon yeah. as it went out, I'm like i need to own this it's, yeah i'm overdue to watch that one gosh maybe watch that tonight no i'm overdue to see law land again it's been a little while but that's such a fun yeah. movie and you get breaks of dialogue in that at least oh yeah <laughs> and it just rolls around jazz which i like jazz yeah and that's again a, a good movie gets you into music and like other th- other ideas that you don't normally change because i love i got it really into jazz after watching long because i'm like they made it sound interesting because i never yeah. was super into it until how he explained it i'm like oh man that sounds freaking sweet yeah which makes me want to go see more jazz in general, like as far as like live music or blues goes. Like, yeah, I w- hopefully some of that stuff will be opening soon, though. We're going to see blues and jazz shows. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. I w- Doesn't I- Portland do a blues festival? Yeah. That got canceled this year. Otherwise, it would have been this last weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? I know, because I always go to at least one full day of it. And usually like with the big header of the, of the weekend that night yeah. is usually when I go. Yeah. I was like, what was it? A couple years ago, George Thorogood, who's not really jazz, but still, or or blues, but still. I just remember that they had it because I always remember when last year when I was was still working at the restaurant and we would always be dead around that time because everybody would go to the blues festival downtown. Because we'd always try to figure out why are we so slow? It's like, oh yeah, it's the blues festival. Oh Oh, yeah, something else, anything else is going on. Anything else is happening. All right, talking about from Hop and Droppies. Happy Blitz and chits. Blitz and chits. <laughs> yeah. 
Shoshif Shiloh here. No longer Apparently Daniel has stolen mine forever, but I found this today. Uh, yeah, thank God, because I'm not giving him back. <laughs> you can just form new money for this one. I might. Yeah. I might. And then you I can keep, had keep the a other DVD one. of that sitting in my Amazon cart. I'm like, nah, I just won't give Jordan's back. He'll forget about it eventually. For a while I did, and then I'm like, wait a minute, I used to own this movie. Why, why is it not here? And I made a mistake and be like, yeah, I actually borrowed it, loved it so much, I literally never gave it back. I borrowed it three years ago. Oh, no, it's been like, it's been more than three years. It's been like at least six years. Six years you've had my movie? Yeah. Wow. It's a great movie. It's one of my favorites. You showed it to me, I'm like, holy shit, I love this movie. I'm going to charge you interest. I borrowed it from you, then I just never ended up giving it back. That's going to be $212. Are you sure it was worth it? I mean, I, I'm charging I an interest now. <laughs> okay. Overall thoughts, I thought it was great. <laughs> Put the microphone towards her. Ow. There you go, Shiloh. Ow. Oh, yeah, you're broken. I'm broken. Overall thoughts, I thought it was great. Would watch again. I give it a 9 out of 10. Awesome. Obvious. I probably would have given it a 10 out of 10 if, like you said, I could have watched it in person and felt like, all the emotions and all there, the energy. There's something about the energy. Like I remember at one point, I think it was Hamilton jumped off a table, and I I just yeah. remember thinking to myself, like, man, if I was seeing that in person, I would have felt the energy of that jump. But right. through the screen, I'm like, eh, okay. So I think that would have made it a 10 out of 10 for me, just because I couldn't have seen it in person. But yeah. I loved it. I loved the music. I've been listening to it a lot. Hands down. Like I said, nine out of ten. Nice, nice, nice. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I don't know, like <laughs> nine, ten. I don't know. I one of those. I don't care. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think my letter grade stands A minus, like good. And I recognize its greatness, but I don't think it's the greatest of all time. So it's not getting a plus, but still really solid. Fair enough. On that, on if you're if we're judging it by like that, then I'd say solid A, not an A minus, but solid A, because like I don't have. I've never seen a Broadway play, but I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I don't live in New York. But now I loved it. Lion King travels once in a while. I was very surprised. I was very surprised with because I didn't actually know about how all the songs were hip hop based, which was very cool. Yeah, that's that caught me off guard because when we started doing a couple of those, I'm like, oh, that's different. Yeah, but I really got into it. And Shiloh apparently was afraid. She's like, I know you don't usually listen to hip hop, so I didn't know if you'd enjoy it. I'm like, no, these songs are fucking wrecking right now. Like, it is awesome. So I I did enjoy that, and like again, I can't. I've listened to the soundtrack, or at least a few like songs. I've listened to the complete soundtrack at least twice since watching the movie, and I've just listened to certain songs a bunch too. Gavin just gave me a care package. Oh, nice. He didn't want to say hi. All right. right. Now we're recording, (laughs) and he didn't watch Hamilton. (laughs) Yeah. No. Honestly, like I loved it. I really I enjoyed it. it again. I, I am going to watch it again. I know I, I wanted to watch it again before the podcast, but I just didn't have time because it's three hours. Yeah. Two and a half. It's got like 10 minutes of credit sequences. Yeah. But I think it ended like right at the two and a half hour mark. Okay. Well, it's still a pretty long. Stint, yeah, that is. I enjoyed it. I really All liked right. It. Well. I think that wraps up our talk for Disney's Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton. Alexander. My shot.
Masha. This is All handstand right. right now, left hand, or er, I keep saying left hand man. Right hand man. <laughs> right. George Washington's right intro song is still, right now, it's my favorite song. I can't, I can't hear what she's saying. <laughs> she, she's just, okay, she's just mumble rapping. Ma, sha, ma, ma, sha. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that wraps it up for Hamilton. For Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. All righty. Well, thank you, Shiloh, for coming on the show today and being a guest. It's always great to see you. Thanks for having me on. Sorry about your arm. It's okay. I'll live. As long as Daniel doesn't throw me down the stairs again. Oh, gosh. Best not misbehave. (laughs) Shut up. Wow. (laughs) You put the wrong meat on my sandwich. Huh. Fucking bitch. I wanted a panini. Fuck you. <laughs> That's a whole thing. We can't. We don't have time to get into the panini incident. All right. Well, Daniel, where can our audience find us? They can find us online on movies underscore brews on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know what you think of Hamilton. Love it. Love it less. Still love it. I don't know. Let us know. Let us know. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing the podcast with friends. We appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers. Can't believe I drank that whole mics. I can't believe you showed up with the mics. I mean, who are you? Shot, I am not throwing away my shot. And I'm just like my country, I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. I'ma get a scholarship to King's College. I probably shouldn't brag, but dag, I'm amazed and astonished. The problem is, I got a lot of brains, but no polish. I gotta holler just to be heard with every word. I drop knowledge, I'm a diamond in the rough. A shiny piece of coal, trying to reach my goal. My power of speech, unimpeachable. Only 19, but my mind is older. These New York City streets get cold. I shoulder every bird and every...